Welcome to the last 8% morning. This is JP Palu Fry. It's so great to be with you this morning. In today's session, if we can conclude from last episode that it is worthwhile to build self-awareness, and if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen before you continue into this one, how do we build self-awareness? Well, I can tell you it will not happen on its own. It will require hard work. It will require an honest looking at yourself, and it might not always be so comfortable. But if you stick with it, you will get the benefits of self-awareness and it will become a superpower for you. Let's walk. walking, enjoying this gorgeous day, walking as we are able, feeling our feet on the ground, feeling our belly rise and fall. If you're new to the podcast, we start by being mindful while we move. And then we bring in some mental training exercises or some drip learning so that we can build emotional intelligence and be better, not perfect, but better in our last 8% or our difficult situations, conversations, decisions. So now we're just out walking, feeling our feet on the ground, feeling our ankles, belly rise and fall. looking around, standing tall, feeling grateful. Now feeling our hands and wrists and arms as they swing. Feeling the top of our head. And again, going back to the belly, rising and falling just being present in the moment to whatever it is that you sense. You might want to go from head to toe and pay attention to the two different barometers. That is the pleasant or the calm scale. So the pleasant to unpleasant scale, paying attention to any sensations that are pleasant to neutral to unpleasant. Just sense whatever you can in your whole body without trying to change anything. And feel your belly rise and fall. And now move to the calm, neutral, not calm. Again, are there any parts in your body, physical sensations that are neutral or not calm, worked up? Are there areas that are calm? Just probing, scanning the body. 
feeling her feet on the ground, feeling her whole body walking, feeling her belly rise and fall, standing tall, looking around, feeling grateful. And if our mind wanders, just note that it's wandered and come back to whatever is your focus of attention. Could be, again, the belly or the body. And just congratulate yourself for being out and moving and doing the podcast, building these skills. It is a long journey, but it is a sweet journey because we start to see some of the fruit. And today we're focusing on self-awareness. So let's move to mindfulness of paying attention to an idea of the day. So how do we build self-awareness? What's a good place to start? Well, I'm going to give you some ideas, but again, this whole podcast is about building self-awareness and emotional intelligence. And so, you know, this is a little bit, a drip of learning, but there's so much more, but let it be a start. So number one, we need to understand our brain. In our IHP course on emotional intelligence, we talk about who's in the driver's seat. And there are two parts of our brain jockeying for position. One is the emotional part of our brain, our amygdala. And the other is our frontal cortex or our cognitive brain that's above the eyes behind the forehead. And both are jockeying for position because they want to drive things. They want to be in control. But the truth is that the, and you know this if you're a longtime listener, that this emotional part of our brain, the amygdala and the whole emotional system, it gets information first it's faster than the cognitive brain in the form of thoughts, sorry, in the form of physical sensations that come into our brain where our brain sits there and makes a decision, is this good or bad? And it labels that. And the thing is, is that this information coming in first is fast, but it's ambiguous. And so we, our brain can make prediction errors. And what it can do is create a situation where now we are going down that reaction pathway as opposed to the respond pathway. And so, first of all, we have to understand that this is our brain trying to protect us. We're not flawed. But it also means we have to make sure we don't take our information too seriously, too personally. Because remember, our brain was designed millennia ago when it was trying to protect us from getting eaten. We're not going to get eaten today. But we might face disrespect and we can react quite strongly and have impact we don't intend so it starts number one by understanding our brain and there's a lot more in our IHP course but this is a good place to start John Gardner said the things you learn by the way he was a really a great influence on me a Stanford professor he said the things you learn in maturity aren't simple things such as acquiring information and skills. You learn not to engage in self-destructive behavior. You learn not to burn up energy in anxiety. You discover how to manage your tensions, if you have any, which you do, 
you learn that self-pity and resentment are among the most toxic of drugs. You find that the world loves talent, but pays off on character. So number one, we have to understand our brain. Who's in the driver's seat? Number two, we need to know our signals. And you know this again if you're a long-time listener, that we tune into our body and our belly because we want to be more in our body because those physical sensations come quickly and drive emotions much more quickly and, and faster than our thoughts. And so part of building self-awareness is to know, to almost be with more, ever more uncomfortable, unpleasant, not calm physical sensations and not react, not run away from, avoid, not get entangled and hooked and make a mess. And so there's a great little acronym that we use called PETRA. You may not know this, but PETRA is actually a very famous uh, archaeological site in southern Jordan. I've actually visited it. And in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, Indiana Jones actually, you might know this, but he famously kind of rides his horse and comes across or comes in, in front of what's known as the treasury. Very famous, you should Google it, very famous facade and building in the middle of the desert. Um, and that's actually in the middle of this rock. So you've got to go take a look. But anyway, it's, it's quite an incredible place. But Petra is a great little acronym to remember this. So these are our signals, things to watch out for. And it's an acronym for P-E-T-R-A. P is physical sensations. So we want to pay attention to physical sensations. E is emotions. T are thoughts, that voice in our head. R is our relationship to what's going on, our physical sensations, emotions, and thoughts. Do we avoid it? Do we make a mess of it? So it's our relationship to it, our reaction to it. And then finally, there's our attitude. And our attitude, if you want to go back to the hero or heroine's journey, this is where we really make the distinction that when we face our challenging situations, do we see ourselves as a victim? Something's happening to us? Or do we see ourselves as a hero or heroine where we're going to use what's happening to us to transform ourselves? So Petra is a handy little acronym for us to understand what's going on for us. So number one, understand who's in the driver's seat. Number two, know your signals. Understand for you, Petra, physical sensations, emotions, thoughts, relationship to what we're experiencing and then our attitude. And all of this is to help us understand when we're in these last 8% moments, not to go down that reaction pathway instead to respond and so you want to pay attention to what we might call our big three these are the three signs that we're starting to go down that pathway for me it's heat in the forehead and so what is your physical sign your first physical sign for me it's heat in the forehead the other two for me are a sense of certainty that's that i'm right and they're wrong and number three that there's a sense of urgency i need to act right now so again, come up with your big three. This is, again, part of, you can see there's a lot, right? To understand our brain, who's in the driver's seat, to know our signals, Petra, and also know our big three. So there's a lot here, clearly. Next, what 
develops this over time is the practice of mindfulness. And you know that if you're a longtime listener. That's why we every day tune into our belly, into our body. We try to build our awareness. We try to be with ever more difficult and uncomfortable thoughts or emotions or that voice in our head. We try to understand mindfulness is like a big magnifying glass that helps us see all of this with clarity. And it's also a muscle that we can build. So I'm not going to say more about mindfulness. You know what I think about it. And that's what this whole podcast is really about. So number three is practice mindfulness. Number four, get feedback. It is so easy to miss information that we need to understand to build self-awareness. And it's this interesting irony. If we don't have self-awareness, it's hard to build self-awareness. And so we say get feedback. Um, at IHHP, we use a 360 feedback tool, which is, you know, we assess ourselves or, you know, when somebody comes into our training program, they assess themselves on 48 questions, I think it is. And then we have 15 people, up to 15, all around them answer the same questions. So it could be their boss, could be their direct report, could be family friend, could be a client, could be a colleague on the same level. The point is we're trying to get feedback so we can gain some insight into our blind spots. That's why feedback is so important, especially important if we're a leader, a manager of others. And again, do you even have self-awareness to know that you're getting defensive when you're getting this feedback? You know, self-awareness doesn't stop us from making mistakes. It allows us to learn from them. And it's the same with blind spots. It doesn't keep us away from blind spots necessarily, but it helps us to learn from them and kind of more and more uncover those blind spots. Okay, so where we're at, we have talked about, number one, know who's in charge, right? Know which, you know, part of your brain is in charge, number one. Number two, know your signals. Number three, practice mindfulness. Number four, get feedback. And finally, number five, this is kind of a fun one, make yourself vulnerable. What do I mean by that? Not only be open to feedback, which we just talked about, but with a close friend or a dear mate, have a conversation. And I'm going to give you some questions. We'll put this in the show notes as well. Answer this question, each of you. Have a glass of wine or a beer or a tea and answer the questions, I feel angry when? And have each of you answer. I feel joyful when? Again, have each of you answer. I feel unhappy when. I feel hopeful when. I wish I didn't have to. I enjoy. I feel afraid when. I've got a number of questions here. And, and this is um, all from what's known as the Proust Questionnaire. And this was made popular uh, many decades ago by Marcel Proust. Um, and he believed that an individual's true nature could be revealed by answering these questions. So there's like 23 questions that we're going to put into the show notes. But again, it's just a way to understand ourselves. And again, I talked about this last episode. Self-awareness is not thinking about us more. It's understanding how we show up in the world. Understanding what are some of our drivers. And so it's, it's not self-reference. It's understanding, boy... How do I show up and how do I impact others? And if we can understand some of these things, understand our brain, understand our signals, 
practice mindfulness, get feedback, make herself vulnerable, then we start to build this incredible superpower of self-awareness. Virginia Woolf said, without self-awareness, we are as babies in the cradles. So again, I've said this before, there's so much more to learn. This is just a start. But let's now move into our goals for the day. So as you're walking, feeling your belly rise and fall, feel your feet on the ground, looking around, feeling grateful. And now ask yourself, what do you want to get done today? What are your three big goals? What are your three priorities? In some ways, we talk a lot about how we show up, but this is more about what do we want to get done? And there's such great, good research from Teresa Mobley at Harvard that shows that when we are more productive, we actually feel good. It, it's, it's a big hit to our internal system of happiness. So nothing wrong with, you know, getting focused, getting stuff done, feeling like we've accomplished something. So what are the three for you today? Wonderful. Again, standing tall, looking around, feeling grateful, bringing this energy into the day, thinking about how can I show up with more self-awareness? I won't be perfect. Nobody's perfect. But boy, if I can just show up and understand when I start to react and try to respond, understand the physical sensations and really try to understand, are we at risk? Are we really under threat? And more than anything, making ourselves open to the world and learning, seeing any challenging situation, not as what's happening to me as a victim, but hey, why is this happening for me? And being a hero or heroine and using this to transform ourselves. Have a wonderful day.